Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Bonjour. So grateful to be with you today. I'm actually on my family vacation up in Maine. We finished the trainings, the teacher and minister trainings in Arizona, John Mundy and myself. And I got to Maine yesterday uh, here on Deer Isle. And oh, so nice to be here. This is about the only thing I'm doing this week that's work-related. And... uh, and I'm so happy to do it. I really, I enjoy the radio broadcast every single week. It's just a, a pleasure and a blessing. I feel our energy is we're joined together. Yes, indeed. So let us begin. Let us join together in the love of God as the love of God. So grateful and so thankful to place my hand on my heart and to recognize the infinite intelligence is all that we are. We are part of God. So we're partnering up. We're consciously attuning to remember the perfect love of God is our very beingness. It is our essence. It is the truth that sets us free. There is nothing outside of God, nothing in addition to God. There is no place where God is not, no spot where God is not. So we're grateful and thankful to stand at the very center of God's love, joining together to remember the truth of our identity and to say yes to our wholeness and our healing. We are grateful. We are thankful for the perfect love of God shining in our mind here and now we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them in deep deep gratitude we allow it to be and so it is amen 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 all right so (laughs) so very good so very grateful and our topic this week comes from a listener who made a request. So our topic this week is loneliness, desperation, and fear. And by the way, if you would like to make a request of a topic, you can go to livingacourseinmiracles.com forward slash radio. And we have a form there that you can fill out and tell us what your request is. How cool is that? And when you go there, uh, I invite you, you can look around. We've got transcripts of many of the episodes. If we don't have the one you'd like transcribed, we can uh, put that at the top of the list. And also, it's very easy to search in there uh, and to search uh, keywords and find episodes with your particular keywords. And um, also you'll see there, uh, you can sign up to receive an email reminder about when the next radio show is uh, ready for download and the things that were covered there. So there's a lot there at livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash radio. All right. So... Ah, let's relax into this wonderful topic that's been suggested, loneliness, desperation, and fear. And one of the things that Spirit led me to right away is something that is a favorite section in the course. It's from Chapter 6. In, in the text, chapter 6, section 5, and uh, it's called The Lessons of the Holy Spirit. 
It's a wonderful section with these beautiful lessons. And so we're in uh, the lesson here to have, give all to all. And uh, this is something that I learned many years ago, even before I started studying the course. And this is how it came to me. So I'll tell you that, and then we can go over this section in the text. To have, give all to all. So when I was in ministerial school, oh, about 15 years ago, I was really challenged with abundance and prosperity. I had a lot of credit card debt and I was having a challenge supporting myself financially and being in ministerial school. And I was really confronting the false beliefs I had about prosperity, abundance, and finances. And one of the things I have done for many years is I've had an intention for my year that I set at the beginning of the year. And my intention was to stop working for money and to only work for love. And I came to the idea that everything I have, rather everything I share, I share with God. Everything I have comes from God. And everything I give, I give to God. So everything I receive, I receive from God. Everything I share or give, I give to God. I share with God. God shares with me. I share with God. It's a perfect system. Because at that time, I was building my spiritual counseling practice, and it was part of how I earned a living. And some folks would come to me for counseling, and they'd say, I have $5. Will that work for you? And I had made up my mind when I first started counseling that while I would have a fee, it might have been $100 at that time for a 90-minute session, I would be willing to do counseling on a donation basis. If people were willing to do the work and not just have me keep them company, but actually do the deep inner work and make the shifts and changes, then I was willing to go right along with them, affirming that we were both prosperous. So, and it's one of the reasons why now I give away so much, so many free classes, so many free things. In fact, one of the things you can do is with the spiritual counselors that I'm training, everyone who's in that spiritual counseling certification program, they must do 111 counseling sessions as part of the program. It's part of their certification process. They need that experience. And so those folks who are in that program they are agreed, they have agreed to do counseling for people in the ministry on a donation basis. So people who are participating in the Power of Love ministry can receive spiritual counseling on a donation basis. It works for them. They're getting their hours in. It works for you. You're getting your counseling. And we just certified two new counselors, so they probably won't be available on a donation basis. But, gosh, there are so many wonderful counselors coming forward. We're certifying more and more, and I'm so happy about that. It's very exciting. This has been a passion of mine since I became a spiritual counselor, and I learned 
to have, give all to all. So if you'd like to have abundance, give abundance to all. Don't hold them in your mind as not having. Because this is the temptation. Temptation, rather, is to energize that people don't have, that they aren't worthy. If you look at anyone, let's say, in the news, on television, in the newspaper, and you say, they're not worthy of love, they're not worthy of compassion, they're only worthy of judgment. No forgiveness here, only judgment, only condemnation. Then we're being divisive. And we're interrupting the flow of love. And we are creating our own deep sense of loneliness, poverty, separation, unlovability. So to have love instead of loneliness, to have companionship, to have great, loving, holy relationships, give all to all, including yourself. So let's see what the rest of this uh, says here. So it's chapter six, section five, A, paragraph six. <laughs> and it says here, to have, give all to all. This is a very preliminary step and the only one you must take for yourself. So this is the only step that we have to take by ourselves. We have to make this decision to have, give all to all. It says, it's not even necessary that you complete the step yourself, but it is necessary that you turn in that direction. So this I saw for myself. I remember back in the 80s, I was in Peru uh, and camping on the Incan Trail on the way to Machu Picchu. And I was in my tent as the dawn was rising very early in the morning, 4.35 o'clock, something like that. The roosters were crowing and I was in my tent. And I was reading Shakti Gawain's Living the Light, probably for the, I don't know. I read that book a lot. Um, and I had a realization in that moment that in my life, in my attitude, in my thinking, in my consciousness, in my heart, I had actually been facing the dark, looking at the dark focused on the dark, not the light, but the dark. And as the sun was rising over the mountains that morning in the Andes, high up, I realized, oh, I can turn and face the light of my being. Now, I must do that now. And I mentally made that decision. And I think that's what Jesus is talking about here. To have, give all to all. This is a very preliminary step. And the only one you must take for yourself. It is not even necessary that you complete the step yourself. But it is necessary that you turn in that direction. So my invitation here is to mentally see yourself turn towards the light, turn towards open-mindedness, open-heartedness, to have, give all to all, the release of judgment, living without judgment, making this decision to turn in this direction. It says, Having chosen to go that way, you place yourself in charge of the journey where you and only you must remain. This step may appear to exacerbate conflict rather than resolve it because it is the beginning step in reversing your perception and turning it right side up. This 
conflicts with the upside-down perception you've not yet abandoned, or the change in direction would not have been necessary. Some remain at this step for a long time, experiencing very acute conflict. At this point, they may try to accept the conflict rather than take the next step towards its resolution. Having taken the first step, however, they will be helped. Once they have chosen what they cannot complete alone, they are no longer alone. And then the next teaching here is to have peace, teach peace, to learn it. Certainly, this is what I have been doing, teaching peace in order to learn it. And I am learning it. So to have, give all to all, to have great relationships, allow yourself to be in a great relationship with everyone in your life. You're the decider. You're the one that decides whether or not you're going to have a great relationship. There is no other one. Literally, there is no other one. We are in this together. So, uh, a bit further on in the course, uh, let's see, this is in Chapter 7, Section 8, which is entitled, The Unbelievable Belief. The unbelievable belief. And it's about not being afraid of the ego. Listen to this. This is just at the end of this section, and it's paragraph seven. The whole purpose of this course is to teach you that the ego is unbelievable and will forever be unbelievable. Believable. You who made the ego by believing the unbelievable cannot make this judgment alone. By accepting the atonement for yourself, you are deciding against the belief that you can be alone, thus dispelling the idea of separation and affirming your true identification with the whole kingdom as literally part of you. This identification is as beyond doubt as it is beyond belief. Your wholeness has no limits because being is infinity. Hmm. Being is infinity. Your wholeness has no limits. The kingdom is literally part of you. We are the love of God. We are the jewel. We are the treasure. Over and over, A Course in Miracles tells us these things. But this is the thing about no longer feeling alone. We must say, I'm accepting the atonement for myself even if we don't understand what that means. But the ego never wants to accept something it doesn't understand what it means, except what? The ego will happily accept, I'm not good enough, even though we don't know why. The ego will happily accept, I'm bad, I'm wrong, even though we don't know why. The ego thinking will accept I am evil, I am unlovable, I am unworthy, even though we don't know why. But the ego mindset will not accept the atonement without understanding it. But the ego can't understand the value of the atonement because accepting the atonement for ourselves is the undoing of the ego. So. It doesn't mean you're going to go crazy in this world, and it doesn't mean that you're going to explode into a ball of light. Neither of those things is true. 
However, when we accept the atonement for ourselves, what does happen is we're saying, I'm no longer interested in believing the separation. I'm no longer interested in suffering. I'm no longer interested in living alone, feeling separate, feeling not good about myself. That's the end of separation, is choosing the atonement, joining in the unity and oneness of all life. So just as it said, we can't do it alone. The thing for us is to join together with our brothers and sisters every opportunity we have. We keep ourselves alone as a way of keeping God out. So listen to this. Now this is, we're chugging right along here in the text. This is chapter 8, The Holy Encounter, which is section 3. So chapter 8, section 3, if you drop down to paragraph 5, listen to this. The, whole, the goal of the curriculum, regardless of the teacher you choose, is know thyself. There is nothing else to seek. Everyone is looking for himself and for the power and glory he thinks he has lost. Whenever you are with anyone, you have another opportunity to find them. Your power and glory are in him because they are yours. So your power and glory are in your brothers and sisters. My power and glory is in my brothers and sisters because they are mine. They are my power and glory. It says the ego tries to find them in yourself alone because it does not know where to look. So the ego tries to find the power and glory in ourselves alone. But that's not how it works. It's really in the joining. So when we feel really alone and desperate and afraid, the answer is to find someone to join with and to see them as perfect and whole. It doesn't really matter if they love us or they like us. Our job is to see our perfection reflected in our ability to see the perfection in our brothers and sisters. So being of service in community. Even if it means going to Starbucks and looking at every single person that comes in or out of that Starbucks and blessing them, saying a prayer for them, that's the end of loneliness, desperation, and fear. It's changing our tune. Now listen to this. Again, this is still um, in uh, that same paragraph five here in the Holy Encounter section in chapter 8. It says, The Holy Spirit teaches you that if you look only at yourself, you cannot find yourself, because that is not what you are. We are not a body. Whenever you are with a brother, you are learning what you are, because you're teaching what you are. And certainly you're teaching what you believe that you are. Whenever you are with a brother, you are learning what you are because you are teaching what you are. He will respond either with pain or with joy, depending on which teacher you are following, ego or the Holy Spirit, right? Which wolf are you going to feed? Your brother will be imprisoned or released according to your decision to be loving to be kind, to extend love and kindness and compassion. It says here, he, he will be imprisoned or released according to your decision, and so will you. Never forget your responsibility to him because it is your responsibility to yourself. Give him his place in the kingdom and you will have yours. The kingdom cannot be found alone, and you who are the kingdom cannot find yourself alone. 
So when we feel lonely, desperate, and afraid, we're judging ourselves into a corner of separation. We feel unworthy. Maybe we're in that space because we have believed that others were unworthy. But that's where the desperation and the fear feelings come from. Judging, 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 judging ourselves and others. Get out of the house, go be of service, start blessing people. This is how it ends. It's about releasing all forms of condemnation. And as I was preparing for the broadcast today, I got some wonderful affirmations that I'm going to share with you after the break. Yes. One of the things I'm going to invite you to consider doing is to uh, join me in some wonderful opportunities. So, coming up. <laughs> you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I don't hear anything. Welcome back. (laughs) I am so grateful for this request to have this topic. It's really powerful, and I'm glad we're doing it together. So... We're talking about loneliness, desperation, fear. What a perfect combo. And as I promised before the break, I'd like to share with you some affirmations that came through this morning. Uh, Just started writing these affirmations and, uh, So I'm going to speak them out, and if you uh, would like to, you can easily go get the transcript of this radio show, which will be available uh, in a day or so, at livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash radio. And I'm just going to give a shout out. If you do go there, um, you can sign up for the free text messages Free A Course in Miracles text messages, uh, or you can just text the word miracles to the number 35227. Text the word miracles to 35227. Uh, you can fill out a form at uh, the living a course of miracles.com forward slash radio. So here are these affirmations, which, again, you can also get from the transcript once it's available. I cancel that thought, and I choose a higher thought. That was the first one. So you're feeling lonely. You're picking on yourself. You're self-medicating. You're self-sabotaging. You're feeling sorry for yourself. You're feeling alone. Maybe you're feeling frightened that you're always going to be alone, that you're going to die alone, that you, uh, whatever that sense of desperation might be coming from. Here's a series of affirmations that begin with, I cancel that thought and I choose a higher thought. I am an infinite being and I am no longer subject to that belief. I am guided by love. I make loving choices that lead to my health, wealth, and happiness. Love is my healer. I choose healing. I choose to be loving and kind to accelerate my healing. Love is my protector. I choose to be loving and feel safe. Love is my true identity. I choose to be loving and live the truth that sets me free. Suffering is over because I choose love and happiness. Love is my source. By choosing loving thoughts, I am choosing abundance 
and prosperity. I choose love and I choose health, wealth, and happiness, which I gratefully share with all. I am willing to have holy relationships that are holy loving. So the first holy is with H-O-L-Y and the second is W-H-O-L-L-Y. I am willing to have holy relationships that are holy loving. Yes. I'm going to share these again here. I cancel that thought. That thought of loneliness, that thought of fear, that thought of despair. I cancel that thought and I choose a higher thought. I am an infinite being and I am no longer subject to that belief. I am guided by love. I am making loving choices that lead to my health, wealth, and happiness. Love is my healer. I choose healing. I choose to be loving and kind to accelerate my healing. Love is my protector. I choose to be loving and feel safe. Love is my true identity. I choose to be loving and live the truth that sets me free. Suffering is over because I choose love and happiness. Love is my source. By choosing loving thoughts, I am choosing abundance and prosperity. I choose love and I choose health, wealth, and happiness, which I gratefully share with all. I am willing to have holy relationships that are holy loving. Yes. <laughs> yes. Feels so powerful. I loved writing those down. I feel like they completely came from spirit. Now, I'd like to go further on from where we were before the break into chapter 8 here in the text of A Course of Miracles to section 4 which is entitled The Gift of Freedom. And it begins with, if God's will for you is complete peace and joy, unless you experience only this, you must be refusing to acknowledge God's will. So there needs to be an affirmation here about aligning with God's will. I am grateful align with God's will, perfect peace and happiness for me. Yes. So good. So God's will does not vacillate, being changeless forever. Yes, I just got a message that the, 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 um, engineer could hear me typing i made a note of that affirmation i don't want to forget it because it just came through <laughs> it does this sip let's see wait a minute when you are not at peace it can only be because you do not believe you are in god loneliness desperation and fear it all comes from choosing to believe things that aren't true. So that's why being able to start with this first affirmation, I cancel that thought and I choose a higher thought. Because I love myself, I cancel that thought. I'm gonna write that down too. I choose a higher thought. The thing is, is that some folks don't love themselves, so it seems on the surface, but my experience is we've just gotten out of the habit of expressing the love towards ourselves because we're not joining with others in love. So that practice I gave about going to the Starbucks, blessing everyone, going to the grocery store, blessing everyone, praying for everyone. You can sit and look at the newspaper headlines and bless everyone you see. No condemnation for anyone ever. That's the thing that's going to bring the love. 
Mm-hmm. When you are not at peace, it can only be because you do not believe you are part of God, that you are in God. Yet God is all in all. To have love, give all to all, because God is all in all. God's peace is complete, and you must be included in it. God's laws govern you because they govern everything. You can ex- not, excuse me, you cannot exempt yourself from God's laws, although you can disobey them. Yet, if you do, and only if you do, you will feel lonely and helpless because you are denying yourself everything. All right, so if you feel lonely, helpless, desperate, afraid, here is the prescription for healing. Knowing you are choosing to separate yourself. It says, I'm just going to back it up here, and I'm going to read it exactly as it's written. Uh, sometimes I change the uh, where it says his or the father to God, so that because God is not male or female. God is all in all. And it's been explained that Jesus gave it this way to Helen Shookman to assist recovering Catholics. That's just how I understand it. So the gift of freedom, it begins with, if God's will for you is complete peace and joy, Unless you experience only this, you must be refusing to acknowledge his will, God's will. His will, God's will, does not vacillate being changeless forever. When you are not at peace, it can only be because you do not believe you are in him, in God. Yet, he, God, is all in all. His peace, God's peace, is complete, and you must be included in it. Naturally, you're included in it, because God is the all in all. God's laws, his laws, govern you, because they govern everything. You cannot exempt yourself from his laws, God's laws, although you can disobey them. Yet, if you do, and only if you do, you will feel lonely and helpless because you're denying yourself everything. Who is denying everything to ourselves? We are. It doesn't come from the outside. It can't come from the outside. It's an inside job. We don't have to know how to heal the mind. We don't have to know how to heal our relationships. We don't have to know how to heal the body or anything in this world in order for it to heal. But we do have to choose healing. I'm going to go back to those affirmations here. So if we're thinking a thought of less than wholeness, less than perfection, less than beauty, less than abundance and prosperity, less than pure, loving, light-filled, holy relationships, here's what we could say. If you would like to try these affirmations out, I invite you to do so. And what I also invite you to do is comment about your experience in our Facebook group, uh, Facebook page. So Course in Miracles radio show has a Facebook page, and you can make your comments there. So let's do that. Here we go. Here's the affirmations. So if we're feeling upset in any way, shape, or form, here we go. I cancel that thought, and I choose a higher thought. I choose a higher thought because I love myself. Because I love myself, I choose a higher thought. I am an infinite being, and I am no longer subject to that belief. I am guided by love. I make loving choices that lead to my health, wealth, and happiness. Love is my healer. 
I choose healing. I choose to be loving and kind to accelerate my healing. Love is my protector. I choose to be loving and feel safe. Love is my true identity. I choose to be loving and live the truth that sets me free. Suffering is over because I choose love and happiness. Love is my source. By choosing loving thoughts, I am choosing abundance and prosperity. I choose love and I choose health, wealth, and happiness, which I gratefully share with all. I am willing to have holy relationships that are wholly loving. I am grateful to align with God's will of perfect peace and happiness for me. Wow. <laughs> How cool is that? All right, so let's go back to the gift of freedom, section four in chapter eight of the text. So if you pull yourself out of the flow of love, it says you will feel lonely and helpless because you're denying yourself everything. In paragraph two of this section, it says, I am come, so Jesus is telling us here about himself. I am come as a light into a world that does deny itself everything. It does this simply by dissociating itself from everything. God is everything. So we dissociate ourselves from God and we associate, <laughs> associate ourselves with the ego, thereby denying ourselves everything, cutting ourselves off from the source. It says here, it is therefore an illusion of isolation maintained by fear of the same loneliness that is its illusion. It's a perfect system. If we'd like to feel totally separate, we can. If we would like to believe in loneliness, we can. It's not real. It's an illusion, and it can be dispelled instantaneously. Just think, if you're feeling desperately alone, you could, in an instant, make a connection with Jesus. Not even another human being in form, but Jesus, and no longer feel alone. And here's what he tells us. He says, I said that I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. That is why I am the light of the world. If I am with you in the loneliness of the world, the loneliness is gone. You cannot maintain the illusion of loneliness if you're not alone. My purpose, then, is still to overcome the world. I do not attack it, but my light must dispel it because of what it is. So what is it? It's an illusion. Light does not attack darkness but it does shine it away. If my light goes with you everywhere, you shine it away with me. The light becomes ours, and you cannot abide in darkness any more than darkness can abide wherever you go. The remembrance of me is the remembrance of yourself and of him who sent me to you. So, this is the antidote. You cannot maintain the illusion of loneliness if you're not alone. So, why not say to our elder brother Jesus, Jesus, I'm done with being alone. I feel like I've learned all I can learn from it. Now, I am accepting the atonement for myself. I am accepting that the illusion of loneliness is something that I made up and I feel complete with it. I'd like to now join with my brothers and sisters for the purpose of a healing, of loving, 
of remembering our true identity, of bringing joy to the world, being the joy, being the light in the world like you. Show me how. Show me now. He says, if my light goes with you everywhere, you shine it away with me. So let's take the light of Jesus to the grocery store, in the traffic, in the Starbucks, to work, to visit our family, every single place we go. Let us bring the light and shine away the darkness. Let us be truly helpful. There's no way someone can be aligned with being truly helpful and still feel alone. It doesn't work that way. So if you are feeling lonely, desperate, and afraid, go back to that truly helpful prayer on page 28 and use that to transform your heart and your mind because I know that it works. I know, I know, I know, I know. That's the, the heart of healing. To be truly helpful. Hang on a second. Doing something with my computer. Page 28. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do, because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. So this is fundamental to our healing. This is uh, chapter two, and it's in at the end of section five. And gosh, chapter two is so awesome. <laughs> it's so good. And section five, of course, the function of the miracle worker. The function that we have in this world is to be truly helpful, and that is how we dispel the darkness. Shining the light, being truly helpful, same thing. So, Jesus, show me how to be truly helpful. Teach me how to be truly helpful. I'm willing. Let's do it. Let's do it together. I love the idea of that I got from David Hoffmeister and I had him as a guest on the show earlier this year, right? Early this year. Uh, and we talked about this, that when he was studying the course for the first, in the beginning, many, many years ago, 30 years ago or whatever it was, he had this practice of saying that truly helpful prayer before he went through a doorway or as he was going through a doorway. So he said, even if I was just going from the bedroom to the bathroom, I would say that truly helpful prayer. The light worker's prayer is how I think of it. So that's the end of loneliness. If we're dedicating ourselves to being truly helpful, to having an awareness of love's presence, seeing it, sharing it, to have, give all to all. If you'd like to have more love in your life, be loving with everyone. But you see, the reason that we feel that we're not worthy of love is because we're not sharing love with everyone. We're not shining the love with everyone. That's how it shifts. Be truly helpful be of service in this world and it's not the doingness it's the lovingness it's that beingness and then fear dissolves desperation dissolves loneliness dissolves as far as i can tell there's not another plan that works 
Now, what we must also add to this, I feel so strongly, is to forgive ourselves for all our errors, transgressions, mistakes. I have a free workshop on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com called How to Get Over It. It's a forgiveness workshop. It has a number of tools. Oh, and in uh, the first weekend of October, Columbus Day weekend, I'm doing my Forgive and Be Free retreat. So it's an extended retreat. Come and do the self-forgiveness work with me. I love it. I, I've done this the last couple of years as a prelude to my spiritual counseling training intensive. People who do them together have extraordinary healing, but you can definitely do one or the other. And it's just a powerful, perfect combination. So what I love is people will come and do Forgive and Be Free retreat that first weekend in October and they go back home, and now they're truly helpful in their family, in their workplace, in their neighborhood. Healing has happened. Extraordinary healing is available to every single one of us. We must choose it. Jesus will walk it through, walk us through it every minute of every day if we allow it. So it's not choosing the separation. It's choosing the unity. Yes. I'm going to speak a word of prayer here and just remind you, if you'd like to get inspired text messages, you can text the word miracles to 35227. Uh, you can, uh, oh, there's so many things you can sign up for at livingacourseofmiracles.com, jenniferhadley.com. So many free things. I invite you to pray with me every day at jenniferhadley.com. Let's pray right now. So grateful, so thankful to place my hand on my heart and declare the end of loneliness has come. We're choosing perfect love. Perfect love is awake and alive in our heart, in our mind, and we're grateful and thankful that this is so. In gratitude, we let it be. We know it's done. So it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Have a great rest of your week. I love you. Mwah.